Manila, would you shave your head to win a lip sync? I mean, I already shaved my uh, my eyebrows, uh, my my armpits, uh, my my facial hair. So, sure, why not? I mean, why not? Why if, not? If, I mean, for the chance to win a lip sync, yeah, sure, yeah, I I, I do that. Well, you're more committed than I am, or you need to be committed because. No, no. <laughs> Ooh la la. Well, stay tuned because we got more. M. Oh. M. Mom. Manila. The tree's royale. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Giving everything you got. Trying to make it to the top. Never ever gonna stop. Even if you get the chop, chop, chop. Chop. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> Welcome to the Chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Mm. Let's chop it up. Now, chop it up. is episode six of Drag Race Friends, so let's welcome back our official chop correspondent, Leo. Leo, how are you doing? Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing uh, magnifique, yeah. fabulous, mm-hmm. <laughs> great, amazing. Yes. Okay. So, um, I feel like this episode was a little bit more universal, and I think I could follow along without having to know any French references. That's what I thought too. Right, because we have puppets, <laughs> right? We always love puppets. You yes. know. Yes. Yes. Everybody around the world. Yes. Everyone you... around the world loves these puppets. Listen to Squirrel Friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that a puppet talking? <laughs> That's a puppet talking right there. Um, Latrice, did you ever have a puppet show done after you? Yeah, we had one. I think we started them. On season, season on season four. four. Yeah, because yeah. I've never had the pleasure of doing the puppet thing. You didn't? No. No, you didn't. No. I was like, didn't we do it on all stars? But I guess not. No, we didn't. Um, But this is like, kind of like a a reading challenge. It's a reading challenge. It is. I mean, and a a reading challenge done by production because, you know, they pick the puppets out. They pick the puppets out um, and they kind of make them look like they're boy versions of each other, right? Yes. So Big Bertha has like yarn, like glue, like haphazardly glued to the puppet's face, because La Big Bertha has a beard. Um, apparently a really patchy one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Soa is like half fish. I don't know. I don't know what if that's a reed or if they're like trying to compliment her, saying she's fishy, but she's like a mermaid. I mean, for some reason. Maybe it's because she's from Martinique, which is an island, but still, like that's what was up with that. Like <laughs> my my thoughts are that they couldn't find a brown puppet in France. The only one oh, they could okay. find was a mermaid, no. and they were just like, "Let's just buy it, and we'll just say that she's fishy." We do have uh, brown puppets. We do. Uh, okay, okay. I, I don't know. It's I not, don't know. It's not that racist of a country. 
manufacturer. I think it could be made from China. I don't know. But the funniest one, obviously, to me at least, was La Grand Dame. Because they made her legs like... It's so fucking long. La Grand Dame's puppet was as tall as Lolita Banana yeah. in real life. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Yeah, Lolita Banana having to like, like everyone else has their puppet like next to their head, and then Lolita Ooh. Banana has her arm like fully outstretched, like she <laughs> just so she get the full length of the puppet's legs. Well, I mean, I I thought this was a fun little. A fun little um, thing. I love watching the girls make fun of each other. <laughs> it's always fun to watch them make fun of each other. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I love the dressing up part because, you know, that really shows their uh, true characteristics come through uh, <laughs> on these puppet designs. Oh, this is what she's known for. Oh, so this is, oh, this is what this you think. Sing, this, this is what you think of my drag. This is what you think of my drag. Look. Her yeah, signature look. <laughs> Um, I really liked when um, when they had uh, Paloma's ball fall out. Uh, yeah, because apparently during one of her lip syncs, her nut came out, came undone. Yeah, oh. that's weird. Yeah, I, I mean, so that's what that was. <laughs> I didn't clock it during the lip sync, probably because I was too distracted by the um, unlicensed um, that part. music. But apparently, her nut popped out, and so they made fun of that by having like a little pom-pom ball that fell <laughs> and maybe you know what maybe we finally like unsolved the mystery of those unlicensed lip sync they wanted to just distract us so that we cannot see Paloma's so balls so we don't see Paloma's balls yeah you know, I mean, maybe that's that I don't I feel like I feel like there's a lot of undressing and nudity in these <laughs> franchises of drag race yeah, so I, right. I, I think I think like We've seen people's dicks and their asses, so why not their balls, right? I mean... I'm trying to find an excuse for a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no excuse. There's no excuse. <laughs> um, so our winner is... Jamal? Paloma! Ah! <laughs> yeah. Paloma's La Big Bertha was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um... So that being said, she wins. Um, well, she wins the uh, the chance to choose people's perfume boxes. I guess is that what she gets to win? Yeah, that that was that's what that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not really like you can't really be that strategic because you don't know what's in the boxes. Right. Um, no. But um, I guess she won that. <laughs> <laughs> What a thrill. Mm-hmm. What a thrill. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we take a quick break and get into this box now? We're back. And these gals have the main challenge to contend with, and their job is to create a commercial for your signature 
perfume to go with your signature look. See that? There you mm-hmm. go. It's all You're tying up. together. It's tying together. I love this challenge because it's like a branding challenge, right? We've had those before. Mm-hmm. We've had branding challenges. And, you know, like this is, it's far enough into the competition where we, we kind of understand the girls a little bit. Um, what would your perfume be called, Latrice? <laughs> Mine would be called Eau de Pork. <laughs> Eau de Pork. Eau de Pork. <laughs> Pig water? Is that what it is? <laughs> it's, the, it's the feeling and sensation you get when you're in a hot steamy summer day and so it blends in with your pheromones so you don't stink you just smell like bacon and everyone loves the smell of bacon (laughs) (laughs) even the vegans (laughs) right they're like can we just sniff it (laughs) can we just sniff it (laughs) oh my god uh my, yeah. I like that idea. I think my my perfume would smell like um, coconut or, or or coconut oil um, and sunscreen. That you know, it, it that's beautiful, uh, yeah. right? Because like, it, it smells like you at the beach. You at the beach, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, but also with 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 undertones of pork. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, you when you're out there uh, and you don't have enough sunscreen on, if you're just because like obviously my. My, my my perfume wouldn't be SPF, so you would burn. So you, you would, would burn start, you would start to smell like, like your just perfume. Smell. Yeah. Yes, like eau de pork. <laughs> <laughs> now, Leo, do you, would you have would you have a, a signature cologne? Um, I, I never really thought of it, but like, um, so I'm from Portugal, and uh, I love like in my village we have those trees, uh, eucalyptus. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it smells like the smell of like uh, so heated. So your perfume would be called you can lick this. Oh, yes. ah, yeah. okay. Thank like, you. So do I have to do I have to give you fifty percent of all the profits for that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh shoot. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. So yeah, heated eucalyptus, and you can call this you can lick this. Yep. Uh-huh. I love that. I love that. Yep. Well, um, I feel like we've all done better branding jobs than all the queens in this particular episode. Let's start with let's start with La Grande Dame. Like, she completely chooses this completely off the wall, like uh, butch mechanic, like vibe, which I don't get because like a La Grande Dame is just not like I wouldn't imagine her like being like butch mechanic but here we are her perfume is called <laughs> it's basically that it's the sound it makes the sound, the sound you make when you spray perfume yep. or when you have hydraulic uh, lifts in your garage when you're yeah. lifting up a car I guess it's basically I don't... what everything ma- it makes when you like spray something it's shit shit like in France, yeah. we say pshit shit. Like if you like, if you don't have the name of the thing, we'll say like, give me the pshit shit. Ah, like okay. the spray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get this. Like, I, 
for me, like, this was, like, it was a cute idea. I just wasn't really, like, I wouldn't say this would be Le Grand Dame's signature look. I mean, unless this is Le Grand Dame's signature look, uh, signature fragrance, and we just been thinking that she was a fashion model this whole time. But maybe she's, like, a, a, maybe she's really good at fixing bicycles. I well, don't know. Maybe I mean, she is. She, I mean, according to her, you can do anything with this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you can, like, lube up your car with it. You, it gets out stains. I don't know what she's, what's happening, but she listed a whole bunch of shit you could do with. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like she she was making fun like of those things like straight men. I'm sorry, but like straight men uses like those three in one shampoos that like right. also like <laughs> maybe she was making fun of that. She was like very given that moment. It it was it was I, I liked it. I just didn't think that it was like on brand for Le Grand Dame. Right. But ultimately, yeah. I thought it was pretty pretty funny. It's funny. She took yes. a risk. She did take a risk. It's like the complete opposite of what Le Grand Dame is. So I was a little bit like, huh. But ultimately, like, it ended up being a, a really funny perfume ad. And also, to the French viewer, it was very funny because, like, she started by introducing herself to, uh, by saying, hi, I'm, um, I don't know what the name she said, but, like, I'm this, da, 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 from Car Glass. And in France, we have this, um, from Car Wash. In France, we have this company named Carglass who fixes windshields. And um, they always start their advertisement by saying, hi, my name is Tadada from Carglass. So, wow. like, to the French viewer, it was very funny. Okay. Funny. Okay. Well, it was it was funny. It was funny. And um, there's a different side of La Grande Dame that I was not aware of. Her grittier, butch side. Yes. <laughs> um... Then we have Cliché by Marais. Marais. Uh, who, 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 who by Marais. Le Marais. Who, Marais? who the fuck is Marais? That's not Le Le Marais is the is the, <laughs> is the uh, uh, LGBTQ um, uh, borough of Paris. Like the... Uh, yeah, I don't know which... Like the, the, uh, the gay borough. I don't know. The neighborhood, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's... All right. I was a little confused by that because I'll get, I guess I do, we do need you, Leo, because that was a French <laughs> reference. And well, I yeah. didn't get that. I was like, La Big Bertha's name is Marais. Okay. No, she, like, she was... Uh, so she was referencing Le Marais, which is the gay neighborhood of, uh, like, LGBTQ neighborhood of Paris. And um, she was making fun of, you know, those straight women, women... Uh, who um, do their uh, bachelorette in the Marais oh. and they dress all like, uh, and you know, they engage in all the LGBTQ culture by touching everyone and everything. And I think it's a theme with uh, Bertha. I think she's very tired of that because she talked about consent last week in her verse, <laughs> like not touching her in drag. And then yeah. she talks about those Beckys who come to their like uh, bachelorette parties. So I think. I'm sensing she might be a little tired of like people objectifying her in in drag and objectifying like the LGBTQ culture. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Well, you can objectify me all you want, honey. Just so <laughs> no touchy touchy. She won't object. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I did. I did understand where this was going. 
What did you think of her commercial, though? I mean... Like, the idea was there. I just think the that idea it wasn't was there. properly... <laughs> it wasn't properly, like, executed. Now, I don't know if that was in the editing or if that was in her idea or where she recorded and they just tried to do the most of it. But, like... Um, I knew what she was what she was trying Going to go for. for. It was just not yeah. clear. I, I just yeah. it wasn't clear in the in the end results. But okay. luckily it was not I that I, funny. I was familiar enough with like these bachelorette girls, like these girls coming to the drag club and being extra and getting drunk and men handling drag queens and go-go dancers. So I filled in the gaps, so I enjoyed this yeah. for what it was. Um but it wasn't my favorite. No. No, hence her being in the bottom at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What about Lolita in her coquine perfume? Yeah. Where she, like, raises her arms and all of her, like, friends who are the pit crew in drag. And I got to say, I kind of love the pit crew in drag. I mean, that one looks like RuPaul. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like full on RuPaul oh my god oh the, the with the blonde wig yes and and like <laughs> it's, it's giving me it's giving me Ditteritz maybe Ditteritz <laughs> like, star booty very bad yeah yeah Bonjour, show ladies and everything <laughs> wow that ready ass week she came in oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she, she kind of looks like Dina if she ran a brush through her wig. Um, okay, um, so this one is um, she stinks, and all of her friends are like pass out when she raises her arms. Yeah, mm-hmm. girl, she needs she may she might need more deodorant and maybe a bath uh, right, before she needs okay. it. <laughs> but it might be no. some, but it might but be no. some really strong perfume. The no. whole concept was her being like a teenager, and so like you know, you're a teenager. Your hormones like do the most, and even though you take five baths a day, you still stink. So like <laughs> that was, her, I guess that was that's what was she she was go, going for maybe. I thought it was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I it guess was she funny. was like she was writing in her diary, and she was having a sleepover. So yeah, okay, okay, I get it now. She's a, she's a teenager. Okay, that makes sense yeah. now. Ooh, honey, I remember when the things started to like start to smell on my body, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, for the perfume. Yes, for the deodorant. Yes, for the bod and the Axe body spray." <laughs> 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 if only I had Lolita Coquine. Yes. Coquine means cheeky, and it can also mean naughty, like uh, naughty girl. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, coquine, not to be confused with Kunia <laughs> by Soa de Muse. Perfect segue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Soa de Muse starts out in her, like, you know, her pinstripe suit. She's at the office and she's getting work dumped on her by her other employees. And she's just had it. So she sprays on her perfume and becomes a drag queen. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Fuck, 
fuck your day job. Be a drag queen and have, <laughs> I, and have yeah. these boys pandering to you. Yeah. I never feel more womanly than after I spray my perfume on. It's the damn truth. That's, that's, that's the seal right there. You have that. Right? Because, you know, yeah. You should smell a drag queen before you, before see, you a dr- see a drag yeah. queen. It's be- well, in a good way. In a good way. Well, yeah, in, in a bad way as well. I smell before, yeah, right. I, mm. can, I smell plenty of girls before I see them. Um. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl, you know when you're in a dressing room and they, and they crack like, open their drag bag and you're just like, ooh! Bitch, you've been on tour. Yes. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, and because once the, once the drag starts to smell, there's not, there's not enough perfume no, in the world. No, it just stank and flowers. It's, Ooh, not right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but Cornelia, honey, she can she she's gonna she'll get that stank right out. She'll get the stink and all that office work off your desk. Yes, oh, honey. Yeah, yeah. I live. Um so it amused looked uh beautiful. She was giving me uh with that wig, she was giving me um uh Whitney Houston in the Cinderella movie ah, <laughs> when she plays oh, the right. impossible. Yeah. impossible. <laughs> Well, if uh, if someone to Muse looked like Whitney Houston in Cinderella, then Paloma looked like Detox. Detox. <laughs> she looked like Detox in this wig. Yes, which is hilarious. I I well, I gave her extra points because she reminded me of Detox in this commercial. So she did give me. She got extra points for me. <laughs> And yeah, the, 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 the commercial was like, the commercial scenario was giving very Jinx season five, like her delusion and everything. All right. <laughs> yeah, what is Arnake? Arnake, Arnake is, is basically a scam. Oh, like, she's, like fraud. fraud yeah, fraud. Yeah. She, she's saying she's a scam, like she's a washed up actress who has nothing to sell. And so she has no projects and she just wants like to spray this to feel the... The glittering glam and feel famous again. Feel the fantasy, Basically. darling. Yep. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like that's what perfumes really are. They are a lifestyle. <laughs> they are a fantasy. Like you, you don't see like normal people spraying perfume in perfume ads. You see like the most beautiful models, like on a beach riding bareback on a horse. You know what I mean? Like it's all. You see them like in the most luxurious, like you know, you know, palace. With window curtains blowing, like <laughs> that's most you're, dramatic. You're, sell, you're selling the fantasy, and Paloma was selling that fantasy, even if well, she was completely yeah. fake. <laughs> Gotta love it. You, you thought you thought you were getting detox? Nope, bitch. No. <laughs> you were getting Arnock by Paloma. Oh my god. Mm. So I, I had some I had some favorites. Um, I really loved uh, Paloma's. She said she has like a, a little mm. bit of a marketing background, so I kind of figured that she was gonna do really well on this, right? I mean, she's an yeah. actress, a director. She she keeps on saying it every single week, so obviously, the thing. The thing. yeah, <laughs> yes, she's like. I'm here to the top, so just deal with it. Exactly. Yes. yes. Um. Cutesy. All right, well, let's take a break um, because we have a hot cuddle. Oh, 
oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, runway. I so wanted you to sing that song. <laughs> we'll be right back. We are back. Um, we have a runway, and it's themed hot, hot couture. How do you? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm just trying to say it with like as fancy as I can. Oh no, you're like you were saying. Saying it very right since like 2012 when you like oh 2010 when you released that song. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There hot you couture. go. Hot I mean, hot uh, hot uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. All right. So I'm looking up the definition of hot couture because I wrote a song about it. But I pr- I, I my song is hot couture, like because you know you get warm when um you are wearing all the drag. Um, so hot couture <laughs> is expensive, fashionable clothes produced by a leading fashion house. Okay. Yes. So, a leading that is fashion opulence, house. darling. Yes, honey. And this is like Drag Race France, where we got all these Jean-Paul Gaultier I'm moments in episode like, one. Yes, yes. So, so, I am excited for this runway. First of all, Nikki Doll, she already oh. is like... She's already Them like, mm. yes. she's like, oh, by the way, it, just in case uh, you don't have enough hot couture on the runway, look at my hot couture on the runway. This is what it looks like. Come on. This is what success mm-hmm. looks like. This is what it is. Who comes out first? Oh, it's La Grande Dame. La Grande Dame. La Grande Dame. Explain this hot couture to us, Latrice. Okay, so like she's giving me like um this is like a classic like silhouette. I love the she's in all black, but this corset that is so well done. Yeah. I can't even it's like a sheer like and you can see all, all the, the boning, boning and yeah. the corsetry. Um yeah. And then it also it, has this like cool rounded top, which is yeah, different from like your regular sweetheart right. or sweetheart. It goes the other way. Yeah, it's really, really well done. And bitch, it, the fit is what makes the fashion. It, she's in here like. A sack she's lunch. like literally like it's just fabric wrapped around a yeah, broomstick. A broomstick. <laughs> um, I like how her sheer gloves match the corset. corset like her, exactly. even like the seams, the seams in the sheer gloves kind of mimic what's going on with the corset. And it's then real she, sexy. And then what's this like weird hair? It kind of it looks like a beret. It looks like a hat. Yeah, yeah it looks like. But it also kind of reminds me of Shangela's hair hat that she wore yes. in season three. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Like a little, like smaller version, like yeah, the, smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, Legrand, stunning. La Grande Dame is stunning. She just is so, yeah. so so beautiful. I mean, haute couture for it's sure. Elevator, for sure. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she was like, she said on her Instagram she wanted to make reference to uh, Thierry Mugler who uh, That's exactly passed away. What I was giving. That's exactly yeah. what I was giving. He, he passed away before filming, like. Uh, 
a few weeks before filming, she wanted to make a tribute. And I mean, it looks like that, but also like we love a continuity thing with uh, the earrings, which are like beaded things. And like, it's a theme with, um, with like on them, she wore like the beaded outfit for a promo look, uh, the beaded outfit in the, um, when she, in the entrance, in the um, girl group. Yeah. Girl group, yep. And now she's wearing that. Like she's giving Germania's muse and she will show it to you. <laughs> All right. She looks absolutely stunning. I was um I was I was blown away with its simplicity, but like its effectiveness to That's take my breath yeah. away. You know what I yeah, mean? That's beautiful. Mm-hmm, exactly. All right. Girl. Next up is La Big Bertha. What did you Let's, think of La Big Bertha? Can we have a moment? Of silence. Okay. For the death of this look. What? This I, is... You like this? I love this look. Oh, I can't. No? Is it because of the shoes? I, girl, <laughs> I can't. Okay. I know, ma'am. Tell okay. me why I should love this. Okay, so... She comes out and she's kind of ha- she's wearing like this, like, caftan. And it's an open on the side so you can see, like, just her naked hairy body from the side and then she like opens it up and then it kind of like you know covers her completely and it's this like beautiful white caftan but it has like a little satin silhouette of a dress on the front so it kind of gives you that shape without having any shape whatsoever and then paired with these like black gloves and black boots just to like contrast it so it's like black and white Mm. and then what I really love is this like hair thing that looks kind of like a comb over which is so ugly that it's beautiful <laughs> you are i don't know what you've been smoking but you need to give me some of that so i can be on the same page baby because i am not buying this what don't you like all. about this look first enough i don't like anything about it like girl like it looks dirty and dingy and wrinkled and Oh, this is not giving me a hot couture at all. Like, I don't want to see this on the runway. Okay. I, I mean, she had a political message with it. Like, she said she wanted to, like, represent the fact that there is not a, uh, enough representation in the fashion industry. And, like, with the dress uh, that is drawn on the, well, that is sewn into the garment, she wanted to say, like, yeah, I'm a size one, but really i'm not a size one like i, I don't know <laughs> yeah she was she was giving that and she was also like with the hair making reference to a parisian queen who wears the same type of hairdo a lot uh, which her, her name is tuna mess just throwing it out there okay cute well i liked it la big bertha it was cute patrice didn't like it la big bertha and it didn't really help you in the uh, i mean and Honestly, what that one judge, what was her name? Uh, Isolut. Isut. Isut said she'd rather I- see you naked. She just wanted to see you naked. So <laughs> I, I don't know if that means that she likes you naked or she just hated the dress that. I don't know what she wanted to Okay, so it's a polarizing look, La Big Bertha. I mean, whatever. It could be, <laughs> it could be worse because we have Lolita <laughs> Banana. And her interpretation of haute couture. Um, what did you think yeah. of Lolita Banana on stilts, on this stilts. giant pin cushion in her head, covered in spools and buttons and tape measures? 
I'm confused. I'm so confused. Like, I'm confused. Okay, like, guys, let me give you some context because, like, uh, haute couture, so, like, that's the definition you gave Manila, but, yeah. like, she took it literally, like, haute in French means high. Like, Oh, really? High. Okay, high and, fashion is what she's giving. No, and couture, <laughs> like, obviously, it's, like, fashion but it's also like if you take it literally couture is sewing like sewing and usually by hand yeah yeah so like she took it quite literally and then just you know like i mean everybody in the viewing party was gagging at that look i I don't hate it i just was confused i don't hate it either i just i wish (laughs) i wish it was more elevated (laughs) not height wise Cause I, <laughs> girl, she's touching. Yeah, girl, she, girl, she, she made La Grandam feel short for once. Okay, I okay. So I like the concept. I just think that if she was going to play with the literal meaning of haute couture, she could have also played with the level of sophistication that we expect from haute couture. I just feel like the colorful buttons on this white dress when this oversized thing, it just it just felt so like childlike um and it it didn't have that like elevated glamour that I would want from haute couture. You know what I, mean? I get I get what she was trying to do. I I like mm. the idea she's like, "Oh, I'm a fashion model. I'm 100 feet tall. I'm on stilts." Um, I got the whole like sewing thing. I just didn't like the execution of it. I don't. I lived for it, honestly. You did? And everybody, okay. yeah, everyone, I lived for it. Everyone in France went up. Okay. Yeah, but like also, uh, she got criti- critiqued uh, by uh, one of the guests uh, who was Alexandre uh, Matusi, who is from uh, the fashion uh, house Ami Paris. And like he was saying, like he was making all those critiques on her, her look and like bad critiques. And I was like, sir, you're wearing a denim jacket and something that looks like sweatpants on Drag Race Friends, giving critiques to someone who's on stilts. Yes. Like, can you please just mm. you shut your mouth? I'm respectful. <laughs> like, mm, come on. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I, I like the look. I just wish it was in a different color palette, maybe. Okay, fair enough. Because like it, it just, it just felt so preschool with the with the colorful buttons and the colorful pins. Either it could have been more, so that it was like really, or could have been less. Like if it was, if it was all in like tones of white, um. And black, maybe it would have been a different experience for me as a viewer. I just, mm. I just thought that the the color choices were also. I see what you mean. Also, like I've seen people walk in stilts, and it didn't seem like she was <laughs> really practiced in walking in stilts. I mean, <laughs> that door is still too like that runway door. Little. It's too little. Yeah. But we watched. We watched. Uh, we've watched. People on stilts. Ivy Winters. Winters, and that bitch fucking like ducked under the like a pro, and she yeah. pumped the runway, 
Uh, I know it can't be hard. I would never go on stilts. I barely go in platform heels when I walk down the runway of Drag Race because I feel like I'm going to fall over. So, okay. I'm going to say... But you were fully bondaged, tied up, and hopped down the fucking runway in All Stars. I've never seen anyone do that. And that seems like that would be a little bit challenging as well. It, so. it, it was that, that was definitely challenging. I, 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 I instantly regretted it. Um, okay, okay, but but I'm gonna leave Lolita Banana alone because uh, apparently uh, some people liked her look. I didn't like. Okay, a polarizing look. Uh, it, See, it definitely does go. stand out it's, though. Uh, well. I mean, there's no Labe Bertha, but it's... Uh... Well, it is definitely not like our next queen. So, 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 yeah. so a demuse. Bitch, this is one of my favorite looks ever. I gotta say, like, I haven't seen her look better. This is this the best she's looked. Like, she's this is the best she looked for me. This, yeah. like, she looks... This hair? Ooh, the hair. Oh, my God. The hair. Ooh, the hair. The hair. Oh, oh. The, the little spectacles. I love the little spectacle sunglasses. Like getting matrix, yes. yeah, very. You know, bad. it was giving. It's giving me mm. free your mind and the rest of my life. It's all that. It's everything. Right? It's giving me so many yeah. things. The leather skirt with the zipper that comes up, zips up, the and it boots, becomes a, sleet, the, yeah. a slit. The the drama with the the fabric on the the jet, uh, the sleeves, the nails, the the makeup, the boot, everything about this look was. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the best she's this looked, is, I, I have to say. This is yeah, the best. I, I love. I, I mean, yeah. I thought that, like, Le Grand Dame's, like, all-black look was fierce. But then Soa Demuse came out, and then I was like, oh, wait, okay. Oh, oh okay. Right, never mind. Well, here we go. Yeah, but I you got to remember, the wig was, like, she, the wig was lended by, um, like, on them. Like, she gave her the wig. And that so was, maybe that's oh. and that's a mistake on La Grand Dame's behalf. <laughs> she, I, mean, she, uh. I can't imagine that wig didn't cost more than like like that could have cost less than three hundred dollars or or whatever. Like oh baby, she, trust. So, she, the fact that she just lent it to her, damn baby. Well, girls choose sisterhood. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can borrow one of my wigs I already wore. <laughs> that right. That if part, you must, right. if you don't have something, yeah. Um, oh, well, well, she looks, she looks sickening. I mean, her walk is yeah. fierce. Like, I just, I just love Soa Demuse. <sighs> yeah. Okay, and then <laughs> stunts, baby. The sh- stunts, showstopping <laughs> moment. Oh, like, on. baby, now look. This was to me. The stunt of stunts because this bitch, Paloma, is up next, okay? So we're waiting for her to come out, drops out of the ceiling a big, huge drawing, rendering of a design of the gown. And the look. fashion sketch. The, the fashion sketch, as big as the doorway. And then she rips it down and she's standing there in the look. Bitch, missing. But you know phone, what's more? Throw your keys. What's more, the, the the gaggiest of all gags is that. So I don't know if you're fa- familiar with Erte, the person the, who draw the. Um, yeah, he was famous. He's like he's like a Russian illustrator and graphic yeah. designer, um, who did all these like, uh, 
very stylized versions of like beautiful women's with their like greyhound dogs in these like big hats yep. in the twenties. Very uh-huh. very uh-huh. Art Deco. Um, yeah, uh-huh. I got the reference immediately, and it's literally like what she created is exactly a an Erte like illustration. Yeah, and the dress was never made before. I mean, like it was never created after Erte's drawing, like. I mean, I, I guess some people might have done it, but like, it, it was not officially made. So like, it's the first time really we're seeing that being made, and it's on Drag Race's runway. It's like fucking come on, amazing! It's so good. Like, yeah, so good, so good, so good. Yeah, yeah. All she, but no surprise, no surprise. She's been turning it. She's been turning. I it. mean, she could have had a greyhound dog, um, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but I think I'm asking too much. I mean, yeah, maybe that's too many stunts. Maybe that's too uh-huh. many stunts, and maybe that's too much dog food to like keep inside your your suitcase. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it might start to smell. It might start to um, smell, and you might need some perfume for it. Yeah. Baby, yeah, she shut it down. Category closed. And with that being said, our maxi challenge winner is none other than the well-deserved Paloma. <laughs> Baby, yeah. you stunted on these hoes, honey. You stunted on these hoes. This is what I'm talking about. It's, it, it was from everything, from the mini challenge to the main challenge to the runway. Paloma is uh, is sickening like she's like i'm going to win this show move yeah, over whatever it's it gonna be done yeah okay well that unfortunately leaves um la big bertha and lolita banana in the bottom um they lip sync to a song that we actually get to hear and we Yay. are so we're, we're, we're it's so much better to actually see this lip sync and have it match up with the music. Yeah, I mean, I mean, finally. Ugh. Um, the song is "Corpse." Cor. 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 Okay, so cor. I guess we're not yeah. pronouncing the P or the S. No P. No, no P. No S. Just, just cor. cor. It means it means cor. body. But I mean, yeah. okay, like okay, okay. Your body. Um, bitch, this moved everyone to tears. This performance. Yeah, I yep. I didn't know who was doing better because they were both emoting and feeling the song emoting. so much. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, La Big Bertha's like facial expressions, like you could just read so much emotion on her. Uh, and then towards the end, Alita Banana, she like stole it away because like she had all this emotion from earlier on in this episode because uh, Nikki Doll asked that question: Who should go home? Oh, and and everyone, why? And everyone said Lolita Banana, mm. and just ripped her down, like at the at the core emotional level, and like we got that in the lip sync performance. Like she used all of that to her advantage. That's yeah. how you do it. You turn out. You turn that shit around, honey. It's you turn that shit around. It's one of the and- blessings about being a drag queen is that you can take whatever you're feeling and you can channel it through your drag, make it a performance and really honestly get all of that emotion and those feelings out through a 
lip sync. Yeah. And, and I feel like the, the song also resonated with both of them because like the song is about self-acceptance and like uh, Izut, which like was a guest judge this week, says she wants to stop caring about other people's judgment on her, her body, her skin color. And like there's an underlying theme of depression and like you know like when you know the story of those two queens obviously like lolita has talked about the struggles of like accepting herself and like also like accepting like being accepted in another country berta has talked about like accepting her body and everything and and, and like, her and her recovery from cancer because yeah. we had that moment in the wow. earlier in the episode mm. as well yeah so like the build-up was just phenomenal like for those two queens to lip sync on that particular song with this this message it was just so powerful it really really was it was probably the best uh lip sync of the season these two queens yeah and yeah because we could also hear what they like the song (laughs) but like like imagine if we had that lip sync with the like I don't know, like another whole song. Like, come on. Yes. I was thinking that, like, half, half halfway through, I was like, God damn, we were so lucky that they paid for the, the, the music rights for the song because I don't oh, think yeah, I could they handle it. Well, unfortunately, our eliminated queen is La Big Bertha. I was not expecting. I wasn't expecting it. All the other girls were like, you know, we got to get rid of Lolita Banana. She should go home. She hasn't won anything yet. But but that's usually how it goes. You took, everybody votes on the girl and she stays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true drag race it's, form. Yep, honey. it's in the binder when they give you the when they give you the, the floor plans of how to build the set, how to run snatch game, and here's what you do. You yeah. ask all the girls who should go home and then you keep that girl so you can have some drama the next week. Oh. Honey, Woo! we're not ready. We're not we ready. Are, I am. I'm ready. Uh, Can it be next week already? <laughs> well, with that, uh, goodbye, La Big Bertha. We loved you. I loved watching you. Um, well, let's take a break and we'll get into our tops and our chops. We are back, and each week we are going to highlight our top and our chop of the week. Our favorite and least favorite moments of the sixth episode of season one of Drag Race France. Ladies, gentlemen. Mm. Ladies, gentle thems. Gentle them. <laughs> um, what are your tops? Uh, my my top is that lip sync. That that oh was, great yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was such a a, a great way of like concluding this storyline of not feeling comfortable with who you are, not feeling comfortable in your surroundings, um, understanding your own emotions, and then being able to channel that into a performance. I I, I thought both those queens could have easily stayed with those lip syncs. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. I love big love big birthday got naked, mm-hmm. um, and then I loved I loved that the that they ended up like like the big Bertha came to Lolita and started helping her out of her corset because she saw her struggling, and then it just ended in this like embrace, mm-hmm. and I just thought that it was beyond a regular lip sync for your life. 
No, that was yeah. there was some love there. There was love. That was a duo. Love. That was not yeah. a, that was not a, a lip sync like a, a they were not against each other. That was a duo by yeah, the end of it. Performing together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it when that happens. Um yeah, that's a good one. What about you, Leo? Um more than the lip sync, I would say like Lolita's whole trajectory throughout the episode. Like she was very confident with her I think her um, commercial and then like they kind of tear her down for her run runway, which was not justified in by my book. Um, and then like just her being pointed out by all the queens, her wanting to say her name when she was called out, like uh, when, when they asked her and just like the way it ended with the lip sync, it was just like the, like always, like everything just came down to that, moment in the lip sync where she started to shave her head like she i don't know we just had a a, a very good build up and it ended in the best way possible I, well i mean yeah just the most emotional way possible yeah that's yeah. my top mm. wow. and you latrice what is your top from this episode Lama. <laughs> period mm. just period she's a period piece (laughs) she she's just stunning and like i i love a bitch who thinks really thinks and you can tell a lot of thought went into everything that she did including her commercial including especially her runway um so yeah she's she's my top well deserved. I mean, yeah. it's completely impressive. Like the way she just layers and layers and layers the detail. Like yeah. she didn't have to. Like the impact would have been there. She looks absolutely stunning. Uh. But the fact that they, she's like production, hang this <laughs> giant right. poster that I had printed right. <laughs> up on the ceiling to reveal me. Oh, and there's got to be like some string I can pull so that it falls down. It falls like down. what? Bitch, like yeah, just so intelligent. Like so intelligent. That's the part. Mm-hmm. So for me, I love a smart, smart, smart queen. She's definitely that. Um, what about our chops? Ooh, the chops. Um, Oof. I'm gonna chop La Big Bertha this See, episode. That's me. Um. <laughs> I love Big Bertha, but there was just some struggles with the the perfume ad, which I didn't like. Um, and then the fact that, like, you know, her runway wasn't fully understood. Um, I, I like it. I could see, I, I, she could have styled it a little bit better because, like, looking up against everyone else, I can see that it kind of, like, starts to, by itself, I like it. Not so much when you compare it to all the other queens. Correct. Mm. Uh huh. And um. And then I also didn't want to see her go, you know, because I I really wanted to see even more from La Big Bertha. Yeah. But so it's it's sad. Like that's my chop. Seeing La Big Bertha go, you know. Honestly, the lip sync could have been a double chante. It could have been. Yeah. But it's season one. So that doesn't happen. Yeah. You know? When, when you get to season when you get to season 15, honey, you are just it's like 
No one goes home. Everyone goes home at once. Then everyone comes back at once. Then they have to lip sync. They have to do a lip sync while the person gets back on the show. Then a box is wheeled in. You got chocolates to deal with. Uh-huh. There's a plunger. Did you just pull season 15 of Drag Race US? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. What about what about you, Leo? Oh. What's your chop? Um, my chop of the episode was that one moment in the workroom where after they all pointed out Lolita Banana, uh, because uh, so Lolita was talking about you know feeling left out, and she was saying you know I feel lonely and that's been my whole life in France so far, and then cut to a confessional by Soa aggressively saying no girl like stop it with this like you've been in France for 12 years you're integrated stop that and like I I don't don't know like it just rubbed me the wrong way because like um she moved to France when she was 24 you spent the first 24 years of your life in another country with like a totally different culture 12 years i don't think like will be enough to completely emerge in the culture and like transform you in a very French people. And that's not what we want. And also like, if those are Lolita's feelings, those are valid. We don't that, need to, wow. nah, yeah, like you don't need to say like, you've been there 12 years now that it doesn't matter if she feels like this, she feels like this. And I guess there, there was some context missing. Cause like, we've never seen, uh, so at uh, this, like, you know, aggressive, I guess. So maybe there was something missing in the editing. And that's what they all said uh, on social media because uh, Sua obviously got hate from that. And also that's a sub chop, if I may, like people coming towards uh, Soa for that. Like you, I, I disagree with it, but like I will not go under her comments to insult her. Right. And like people need to stop doing that on Drag Race. It's not that deep. It's a TV show. Y'all got to go out and touch some grass. Period. Like, I, I, don't I, insult people. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of unnecessary, but I also understood it. Because if we've had an episode where we all, like, had a group hug with Lolita. So, yeah. like, uh, we thought we kind of, like, ended that storyline and she's still, like, bringing it. Which yeah. only kind of, like, alienates her more. Because it's like, well, how much can we show you love and acceptance and you still are feeling this way? Then that's on you. So, I mean, I yeah, get Yeah, but that. you gotta remember, like, they, they shoot like they shoot shot that like two three days ago like maybe like six days ago something that happens on the runway like might put her back in those feelings mm. like you know it's not too like she didn't go through through therapy to just fix that magically like she might feel that and something triggers that on the runway for her maybe like mm-hmm. them pointing out might have triggered that True, and everyone just said that she should go home next. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that can't feel good. What about you, Lucius? Yeah. What's your chop? Oh, you had already said it. Mine with Ber- Bertha as well. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's our chop. That. Yeah. that. <laughs> Sorry, I went on a tangent. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that was it. Thanks so much for listening to the chop, everyone. We have shows, um, new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Yes, and make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast app. And 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 you can send us an email. We might um, you know, read it 
<laughs> but not likely. Yeah, the, uh, we'll busy. read it if it's juicy. If it's, yeah, juicy, if it's juicy, then send us an email. Uh, yeah, yeah. If it's just saying how much you like listening to us while you... We'll take that to you, your, but it Well, I mean, you can. <laughs> we're not going to read it on the air. Like, oh, I love the show. I listen to it on the on my car ride to work. No, that, um, we want some juicy stuff. Get some juicy yeah. stuff. Email latricemanila at gmail.com. And you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Lazon. And Leo, where do we follow you? At Dolpeels, D-O-L-P-E-O-L-S, everywhere. Everywhere, darling. And we'll see you next week to find out who gets the chop. M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to the chop one day early and ad free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. The Chop is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Celio. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.